Welcome listeners that I'm 100% sure we're going to have to the new bespoke audio experience that's bound to take the already oversaturated world of podcasting by storm. Each episode, we'll be taking a sideways look at a human activity or behavior to save you the bother of deciding whether or not you should bother bothering with it yourself. Get the idea? No? Well, you will do soon. Scream if you want a podcaster. Welcome Welcome to to Why Why Do Do I Bother? Here's Kev. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Why Do I Bother podcast. Yes, we've rebranded. We're kind of like Prince, but nowhere near as talented or definitely nowhere near as cool. Uh, But hopefully we can fill some gaps in this mad situation that we are in this world, this, this pandemic, this lockdown. And as you can hear in the background, I'm going to introduce this episode with a song I've made. Yes, I have no vocal talent, but do you know what? Me and my fellow three colleagues can create whatever we want because no one's listening and we can't be judged. So why the hell not? So in this episode, I thought we'd bring sport as a topic for today because let's face it, no other podcast really talks about sport. You know, I thought it'd be quite an interesting one. Very unique because no one does talk about sport. So let's try it. Episode two, or do I bother for sporting life? Since the first caveman bet on who could hunt the most saber-toothed tigers, sport has been a huge part of human society. Whether it be kicking an inflated pig bladder into a net, abusing horses to run really fast, or sliding rocks across sheets of ice, we found entertainment and amusement in so many ways. If we can place a bet on it, even better. From the gladiatorial battles of the Colosseum to the rumble in the jungle, and to a lesser extent to folks in Invicta against Mason United in the Isthmian Premier Division, competition is great for society. Some people experience the whole spectrum of human emotion through sport. The highs of a last gasp win, the lows of a crushing defeat, the sense of belonging that comes from the tribal community that we've opted to join, the primal energy we release as we celebrate a victory. Some of the most emotionally repressed men you'll ever meet will only ever express themselves in chance or die-hard fanaticism. True, some only enjoy themselves when they're smashing up a foreign cafe after an away game, but in these gentrified times, they're very much in the minority. I haven't even mentioned the health benefits yet. Anth wasn't as fat as he is now when he was playing five-a-side, and Ollie probably wouldn't have been beaten up at school as often as he was, at least if he'd had a passing interest in some sport. Kev's really short, so he's got that inbuilt inferiority complex that makes him naturally competitive. If he didn't have sport, he'd be a danger to society. Let's take a look at the alternatives. In the days before televised sport, violent individuals with a hair-trigger temper would have no outlet for their aggression other than beating their families or going to war. At the time of recording, we're all housebound at the whim of COVID-19, and look what's happened. Two weeks with no sport and us four have already started sharing our unimportant opinions in a podcast. 75% of us would have been too busy watching Match of the Day to have bothered with this nonsense. And that's my point. Sport provides a marvellous distraction to everyday life and gives us something to talk about, something that creates real, lifelong bonds. All sport is great. Long live all sports. Except cricket. Cricket can fuck off. Why does Anthbother? Right, I I love sport because, um, well, the first thing of many, uh, I like to be part of things. I like to be part of a big group. Uh, not exactly fuss what type of group, you know, I'm easy I'm easy going like that. 
uh, part of a team, workforce, uh, cult, hotel pyramid scheme, uh, Facebook fan page for Paul Hollywood, that kind of thing. Um, I'm also a big fan of shouting. I like a bit of shouting. You know, I get a bit rowdy at times as well. Uh, blaming everyone else for my own problems. So um, referees are perfect to aim that anger towards, you know. You know, when you really want to attack something head on and, and you don't want it in the household and your family. So where uh, referees are going to get it in the neck. Um, I'm also not a big fan of choice. Just confuses things. Makes it hard to get dressed in the morning, which I don't like. Um, too painful. Uh, so that's why I've decided to uh, bin all my clothes and replace them with 10 of the same football shirt. Uh, easy, no problems. Uh, also, you don't have to iron them as well because that breaks them. So, um, yeah, easy. Go sports team. <laughs> Today's episode of Why Do I Bother is brought to you by Sports Lube, the nation's number one sporting lubricant. Grab some today and slap it all over yourself. Let's hear what the boys have been using it for. Sports Lube! Sports Lube. <laughs> Hi, Dan here. Uh, I use Sports Lube at my biannual five-a-side match to increase not only my aerodynamism but also my confidence. I love Sports Lube. Anthony, why do you bother with Sports Lube? Why, I man, I'm glad you asked. I love Sports Lube. Ever since I've had my wee bean, me mud flaps have been slapping around me ankles. I slather myself up in it and go lifting bog rolls from the local Asda's. Just so the fat-fingered security guards can't keep a grip on what flaps like. I love it. How about Kev? I'm Kev! Fantastic! Ollie, what are you using Sports Lube for? Uh, I'm not fucking, I'm not fucking reading the bit of paper. Fuck off, we've sold out. Like, they're never gonna have me back in the fucking momentum WhatsApp group if I... Just fucking read it, man! We need the fucking money for the hosting of the podcast, like, we've all fucking done it, just read it! <sighs> fine, fine. Sports Loop has improved my skateboarding score by a factor of 10. It, it doesn't even make any fucking sense. Like, it's not even what Loop is for. Robert Dyer, Palm Stretcher, Wilkinson Storms and GHS. Grab some today, slap it all over yourself, and we'll see you in the showers. Sports Loop. Sports Loop is for external use only. Why doesn't Ollie bother? I'm sort of hoping you got shorts as well, mate. But hey, until they uh, let us back outside, you swing free, brother. Now, I suppose I better chime in with my 10 cents on sport. It's going to be a tricky one. I'm aware that not being a sports fan, I am arguing from a minority standpoint here. But hear me out. First, I have to make a distinction. When I say sport, I do not mean all forms of exercise. Although my hippie father may not have passed down any sports team to me, I did inherit his love of skateboarding and cycling, which I have kept up. In fact, let's be honest, lads, if we were arguing whether it's worth participating in sport, you dad bods have clearly already decided that it fucking isn't. Except maybe Kev, Kev's hench. Now, when I say sport, I mean spectator sports. In particular, the mainstream exhibitions of sterilised war and nationalistic fervour that dominate our culture. Cricket, rugby and fucking football. Now, I can't deny that a lot of people like sport and care about it a lot. So much so that it is often placed between the news and the weather in what I consider to be a frustratingly irrelevant dead spot in my day. Therefore, I know that it must have some appeal that I am not seeing. Some vicarious excitement gained by watching the successes of people you don't know and have no relation to that is to me inaccessible. No matter how much of my life has been spent staring at matches on television or accompanying friends to sports games, trying to gain access to this realm of thrills, spills and chanting that was not handed down to me as birthright. Sports, 
bores the pants off me. Crowd noise sounds to me like the ocean waves, gently sending me to sleep as my friends shout and punch the air, clutching their faces in response to whatever it is that they can see, where I only see tiny little men running up and down and occasionally falling over. After a lifetime of research, it's my understanding that the draw of sport is that it tells a story. A bit like a story in a book, but for stupid people, instead of for clever people, what like a book would be for. The players are just that, players in a grand play, stretching throughout the ages, repeating endlessly with only slight variations. Sort of interesting, like how a baby is interested by watching the movements of a hanging mobile. The problem is that the narrative that particularly football tells, although irrefutably fascinating to most of the demographic to which I belong, seems to have the effect of making people want to act like tossers. Throwing items of fruit at people of colour, chanting homophobic slurs, ruining our nation's reputation around the world. So much so that we have a term, football hooliganism, that is like a specific type of crime, just all related to football fans doing it. Now it's confused and irritated me my entire life as to why, in spite of telling them this, almost everyone I know, outside of my immediate family, love sports. And I'd always wondered what it would be like in a world where there were no sports. And then, this happened. 2020, the great bog roll shortage. They've cancelled all the sports because none of the players can clean up if they need to drop one off at half time. And look what's happened. My friends' WhatsApp groups, previously filled with sports results, sports bants and horror porn, are now filled with political debate, left-right bants and horror porn. A brave new world where young men are no longer spellbound by the never-ending, pointless distraction of football. A new level of political engagement that seems like it finally has the potential to overthrow the status quo. Until this week, that is. Jack fucking Grealish allegedly goes out without wiping his ass, gets pissed and crashes his car, sparking rumours that he was celebrating a move to United. One little morsel of an update from the life of one of their intellectually subnormal idols, and they won't fucking shut up about it. I've had to remute some of the groups. Even so, two glorious sportless weeks has given me hope. In the absence of the politics of sport, it turns out that the remaining gap can be filled with, well, politics. And I'm hoping that the sportless months to follow will have people holding our political players increasingly to account for the foul play that has been going on for years whilst you've been distracted with your pointless, shiny, fucking kaleidoscope of nonsense that you call... Sports. Rubbing in the crack of your eyes, on your belly and the back of your Sports loop. Sports loop. All right, boys. So I uh, wanted to record a little treat for you guys this week. A little bit of um, little bit of a tribute to where uh, you know those kids who didn't ever want to join in with PE at school. Um, I'm not saying there's anyone on this podcast, Ollie. I'm looking at you. Um, who probably fell in this category, but you know the kids who always felt ill during PE class? Um, we all knew them, so I've written you a little song. Uh, see what you think, lads. I hate Tuesdays, because that's when I do my mandatory sports. I'm cool like toothpaste, they can't make me kick a stupid football. Mommy, I feel down. 
I think I have a fever and my head is spinning around I feel like the damn pits I'm stuck inside the bathroom struggling with the hay fever The trees are my enemy, plants wanna see me dead I can't play netball when the girls are stood laughing there in the sports hall Mommy, I'm too sick to go to school Maybe I should stay at home with you With you With you Um, well I suppose we should explain what's happening now as opposed to what was happening at the start of the podcast Right Amph, do you wanna do you wanna tell us? Do you wanna explain the situation of what this is that we're doing? Yeah. Well, because we are um, four technical wizards, of course. That that's how we're known by our colleagues and our friends and family and things. We've decided now to try and do a live recording of the podcast over FaceTime. It's probably gonna go completely tits up. Oh, you'll have to edit that out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm only joking. Up. I'm just <laughs> just winding down upon the tits comment from the first episode. <laughs> um, so we're recording at the same time, so this might work, it might not, but we'll give it a blast. Uh, Kev, I think you've got our first question for us. Is that right, buddy? I have indeed, yeah. And it's, it's still going on the topic of sport. And I was doing a bit of research, uh, and I looked up... Uh, Strangely, a guy who's called Kevin A. Thompson, right? And he's like a family planner, psychologist, and all that kind of thing. He talks about stuff that we should be forced to do, or if you're being a parent, what you should grow up and force your kids to do. He brings up to, to the debate in terms of, do you force your child to get involved with sport? What do we think, fellas? Do we, do we force our next generation to do a sporting activity to hopefully get some financial gain for ourselves? I'd say our so. Talent? Look, at, look at Ollie and... Yeah. Fine figure of a man. <laughs> Cycle 10 miles every day. I reckon I'd beat any of you in a fight. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. That sounds like an offer when we get out of this isolation. So case closed. Next, <laughs> next topic, let's move on. <laughs> So forced to do sport, um, any sport. Yeah, it literally says sport, any sport. I mean, I'm sure we force our next generation to be involved in sport, like a, not a choice, push them into Ollie, it. Were, Ollie, were you forced to skateboard as a child? I was, yeah, to be fair. I liked it, but my dad taught me to skateboard. Well, my dad taught me to skateboard as a very small child by, uh, like, going around a car park and I would stand on the skateboard between his legs. Health and safety so nightmare. Read into that what you That's will. That's not forced, though, is it? <laughs> well, it's not like... Well, I didn't have any choice in the matter, Danny. just lifted me on I there. I had to skateboard I might have hated five it. miles to the well so I could get fresh water <laughs> for my family. Uh, not that this is a therapy session, but uh, how, how did that make you feel growing up, Ollie? Being I liked to it, to be fair. It's a, it's a good memory. I did like it. So, yeah, I agree. I reckon you should force them to do it. Was it on one of those massive oversized uh, skateboards? Do you know, like, you usually see kids in the park now, they have those kind of small skateboards. But I remember when I was growing up, many, many moons ago, it was the these full-size, large skateboards. Like a surfboard. The big, yeah. wide 80s ones. Yeah, and, yeah the longboards and, they have and like, stuff. Uh, yeah, he had all sorts. What was it? They'd have, like, that, that character. What was it? Free Willy. That kind of mm. um, punk kind whale. of goblin. Is it? Oh, was it? Oh, wrong film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was definitely the whale movie. But I also remember uh, having like um, a shoulder pads. in a back alley. <laughs> <laughs> 
I tried to erase that from my memory. That experience. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You couldn't that. get you couldn't get away with that branded anymore now, could you? I don't know if you could then. Look, I was just trying to share a lovely story about me and my dad in a car park, standing between his legs, and you know, and being forced to forced to do things against yeah. your against your will. Yeah, and that's, saying that's, that's that probably... that was right, that was absolutely right. It's a bit Jimmy Savile, this is, I think. <laughs> what? Whoa! You can't. Oh, press the shovel button. There's, <laughs> There's the I'm going to have to edit that you one. Sorry, <laughs> about talking about you're obsessed. I went early. Right, everyone, stop talking about that bit now. <laughs> <laughs> right, I tell you what, we can do. We'll use the Boris Johnson censorship method, should we call it, from episode one. It's all kind of a bit both. To go back to the question, though, surely if you're forced to do anything, it's less fun. Right? That's true, but kids don't know what's good for them, do they, little idiots? Get them to... I think participate in sport, yes. As, like, you know, my issue is just watching other people do it. It's boring. Because, I mean, like, I, we had to do a cross-country run every year at school. Like yeah. once a year, they would just in- enforce the entire school to just go on this mental run around the neighbourhood, and I hated it. And I think because it was enforced yeah. and you had to do it, because now actually I think eh, I'd, I'd probably have a go. That sounds all right. But but I had to do foot- p- football in PE, and that you know. But to, I I like playing it. Playing it's all right. Well, I don't know. Unfortunately. I know, yeah. Well, yeah, but I, you know, I'm saying I'm against spectating of sport. Oh, okay. The participating of sport, I think, is a good idea. So, what sports have you I'm actively tried to watch? Because I'm interested now. Have I tried to watch? I've been so football a lot. I've been to see Man United twice at Old Trafford. I've been to, to see. To be fair, that's more Newcastle. than most Man United fans. To be fair, easy, exactly. Easy <laughs> <laughs> Let's not start talking about sports now. But, um, <laughs> It is, a, I, uh, it is a sports episode, I remind you. Oh crud! Um, <laughs> I've been, yeah, I've been to see Newcastle. I've been to see, I've been to see live rugby at Twickenham. Um, I think that's all the sporting events I've been to, and they they were all shit. <laughs> Just every single one. <laughs> yeah. Was it not any redeeming feature at all? I mean, like I remember, so my first ever trip to Old Trafford. I remember that the burger van outside was all right. Obviously, I've got warmer memories of that because I love that place, but... Well... What I enjoyed about it is that I had a friend who couldn't go, so that's why I went, because I got his ticket. Um, So he couldn't go because he had to work all day, so I spent all day sending him pictures of me, who he he knew had no interest in being there, having a fucking amazing time. (laughs) So there was a lot of um, tourists all, like, grouped up outside, so I just ran and took a picture of, like, all these people having a great time, looking like it was a party. I met... Um, a footballer whose name was Butner coming out of the ground Alex Butner, yeah. so we just yeah, sent him a picture of me and Butner just arm in arm having a great day <laughs> um, so basically just by trolling someone else is uh, how I enjoyed it I've, I've actually got a question related to Dan's comment about the burger van actually that was my question if it's alright uh, and it seems like a good part to kind of drop it What's in, really. What's the best so, burger van you've ever had outside a football stadium, mate? <laughs> no, not quite that, not quite that. So my favourite part of football games, um, more than the actual sport itself, uh, is the famous uh, half-time snack. Do you know what I mean? So when you went to, you know, when you went to St James's Park, when you went to Old Trafford, Kev, when you went to one of the Welsh grounds that you go to, uh, perfect half-time snacks, right? So my question is, what would be your ideal half-time snack? And that includes, you can have a drink, 
You can have a main, and that can have a side as well if you want to, and a chocolate bar dessert. So you've got to pick what chocolate bar you want as well. Bear in mind, at a Premier League ground, all that's going to cost you about 50 quid. Oh, yes, we'll talk about the expense, yeah. <laughs> Just the chocolate bar, to not be not fair. The cheapest, not the cheapest picnic I've ever had. So, I mean, what the, the traditional is a pie of some variety, loose, loosely termed a pie, because they use loose terms like meat and potato. No, no specification on which meat, just meat and potato. Um, Bovril, again, meat-based um, drink as well. So it's very meaty. Um, and Ollie, because I always forget, are you or are you not a vegan? You look like one. No, I'm an omnivore, Dan. Right, okay. Um, he's definitely, think, he definitely is. <laughs> is there just an issue with Dan's ability to recognise things? Like, he thinks Kev's got a different hair colour to what he's actually got. Kev looks ginger. <laughs> <laughs> that's why all his pictures on Facebook are in black and white. He doesn't want everyone to know. <laughs> that's just that's the heights of girls, to be fair. So, thank you, Dan, for your answer. Kev, what would be your halftime snack? Well, do you know what? My biggest problem with food and sport, right, and this is this is the big thing, is why do they make football shirts in XXL sizes? Right? They should never do that. If you can't participate in the sport, you shouldn't take part in it. Plus, also, when they do buy it, I mean, I don't want to have a go at Northerners or Geordies or anything like that, but they buy it and then they just take oh, yeah. the top off all the way through so that it makes a shirt That's cultural, useless. Mate. That's cultural. Yeah. Well, I just, I just think they... <laughs> that's why Anth isn't allowed to go back there, because one time he bought a coat. <laughs> well, Kev, that's, that's saying, you know, those fat people can never, can never have a go and have a little, have a little go well, at football we need and get to, thin. And besides, there is a sport for fat people. And also, it's not like any of the three of you are actively participating in sports, and I've seen you all wearing sports gear, so... No, that's not true. I've played five-a-side, although I've been on hiatus now for six months. <laughs> I just like... I like the fashion, and I like to, I like to take part and join in. Oh. But not with the sport, just the actual group activity of liking sport. See, I, but, if you were, but if you were fat, you should be allowed to do that as well, right? I don't know, because yeah. you know, it's, the problem is, right? <laughs> we want to tackle obesity, no. don't we? No, kick them out! We want to tackle <laughs> obesity, and I don't want them to get feed it. And obese people are easier to tackle if you are playing. But <laughs> Are they? Yeah, 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 they can't keep up with you once you've got it. Like cow tipping. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually, I mean, genuinely, I, I think I lost about two, two and a half stone by playing five-a-side football over a number of years. I was a bigger beast than I am now. If it's harder to imagine that, I've got pictures. Oh, yeah, but I then just you, about so squeeze then, into those pictures. I say when you get to that size, then yeah. you earn the right to wear a shirt. But I'm saying when they start to make uh, shirts at these XXL sizes, right? You know, we want to tackle so, the obesity well, When you're problem. fat then, Kev, do you have to go to football practice in your vest and pants? Is that what you're saying? I mean, <laughs> needs must, I suppose. That's what you need to do. If it gets the motivation going... Kev, I, Kev, I was going to say that was fattest, but based on this conversation, I think Anth is fattest. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would be what would be your main snack then, Kev? Ah, can it be can it be literally made up stuff, or are we talking? Literally? Well, it's got to be it's got to be a real food. It's like <sighs> oh, unicorn <man>. tears. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of like I'm, I've got a bit of a northern taste so i'd probably want like a jumbo sausage roll like i'm talking oh nice i'm talking so fat people shouldn't be allowed to wear a football shirt but you can sit there on your ass watching other people do it stuffing a jumbo sausage roll in your mouth Kev. well this is what this generation has become isn't it <laughs> so uh yeah i think i would have a, a jumbo sausage roll uh with a with a nice cool fresh pint 
And I'm not talking like a a sort of like one with no bubbles or anything. I'm talking a fresh draft. And then if they could ever make it, if it was like a chocolate snack, I'd tell you so many times I want a white chocolate whisper. That's that's my Once again, dream. Th- thank you, Kev. Once again, making up foods wasn't part of the rules or the question, well, but thank you very much. This is brought to you by Cadbury's. <laughs> do we? Oh, I mean, if we do well, they might send us stuff. Karen. Yeah. yeah. That's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm all about that whisper. Goal. I'm more interested now, though, in, like, we've talked about, like, the stuff that we know already happens at these places. You know, you apparently you can get white chocolate whispers at the sheep rustling or whatever Kev goes to. But. <laughs> I'm more interested now in Ollie as someone who's not interested. What kind of thing would bring you to a sporting event if you knew that the halftime snack was this? What What would you be looking forward to? A good book. God, it would have to be amazing. Um, I'd say I'd want a full English because I'm going to sleep for the first half. So when I wake up, I want some breakfast. <laughs> that's, that's not good. even a lie. I've fallen asleep at Old Trafford before. No, I must that is pretty season, impressive. Then, yeah? Nah, to be fair, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> and I go for the enjoyment. I don't get it. <laughs> what would you go for for your drink, Ollie? Um, just the strongest one they've got. Uh, what, str- strongest soft drink? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. You can't even drink in there. No, you can. You can buy beer. Waste of time. <laughs> yeah. You have to neck it all at half time and then no, run out. No, they put plastic bottles and stuff. No, you're not allowed it in your seat, sir. Not Old Trafford, it's rubbish. Ah. When was the last time you went? I went to Newcastle middle of last year when I went on that stag. I have been didn't... to one good football match, actually. I forgot about this. Tell us I about this, I went to a small football club called Parry Red Star, right, who were founded by the same person who founded the FA, apparently. And in their stadium, you can stand up, you can smoke fags, you can drink beer. People had drums. They were throwing flares. It was fucking wild. I mean, this is my point. I joke about that was good. I joke about cricket, but that is what cricket fans do. None of them go to watch cricket because it is boring as shit. But they go and have the biggest piss up and they have yeah. a party and they dress up and they have a laugh because they probably aren't that interesting because they like cricket, but they make up for it. That's my point. It sounds like Ollie. You, Maybe that's my sport. It sounds like Ollie. Yeah, you need to attend just riots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you like. Hey, you... isn't that really weird? He was talking about football hooliganism earlier on in his little uh, intro monologue. But it sounds like that's what Maybe he wants to that be. Is... He's an yeah. inspiring hooligan. <laughs> just got to shave your head now. I'm saying I see the appeal. I just I know it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so Ollie, just to finish up, what would your what would your chocolate bar be? Uh Chalky Bar for the footy. Uh I like a boost. It's a not boost? really related <laughs> to anything else I just do. <laughs> yeah, no, talk I, about I, talk I, about killing the topic dead. It is I better than the topic. chocolate bar, but I'd go with a big old traditional misogynist Yorkie. Nice. Typical <laughs> 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 football fan. Exactly. Oh, why, why would you go for a Yorkie, Dan? Because not for girls. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, thank you. Can I, can I ask my question? Yeah, go for it. So I've got... My question is that I've sort of... I've said all the reasons why I think sport, you know, or, you know, spectator sport is, is not good. But if you were to pick in this brave new world that we're seeing happen, I mean, 
just want to quickly make the point that football hasn't always been everyone's favourite sport. It used to be before football, England had dogfighting and ball baiting. We, that's why the ball ring is called that, because it was just a big arena for baiting bulls with dogs. Don't forget and executions. Then, we loved a good hanging. Loved a good hanging. And now, more civilised, moved on, right? Mm. Football instead. In the next generation, when we're shown the error of our ways, what I'm trying to say is I'm ahead of my time. Um, in the <laughs> next generation, though, there will be entertainment. So what would you see is like the alternative to... To sports, or maybe sport how we have it now. They don't have to be these sort of invasion, battle, war scenario type sports. It could be something else for entertainment. You know, what would you like to see uh, more of? You know, can, what could we all follow? I can go, and it's not something that I can see happening because Ollie, you've missed the point. We're too old. We've already missed it. It's already happened. These kids have monetized playing video games. Esports now is meant to be like the biggest growing sport. That's a and, very good point. You know, we talk about, and we joke that, oh, it's going to be fat kids with big thumbs playing. Actually, you see all the pictures of like the, the people that are signing up for this. They're all like slender young things, maybe because they don't get enough sunlight or something. I don't know. I think it's the energy drinks. Mm. It could be the energy drinks. It could be all sorts. But the thing is, they're making an absolute fortune. Isn't that a kid that won like over a million dollars playing Fortnite and the game had only been out like a couple of weeks or something like that and it's you know, this, this you are right and this is but if it wasn't that if we got to choose if we got to choose because <laughs> I mean that's the thing I, I genuinely this is now where I feel it's slightly alienated and old in that I can see that you know 50,000 people turn up to one stadium to just watch one match and, and you know and more I don't get someone watching someone else play a video game, something that you could actually play in your living room without any other equipment other than the console. Yeah, that's always felt a bit strange to me. We could go and play football in the park with your mates if you wanted to. Same thing, isn't it? And I do. But you're not the world's best at it. That's why you want to watch it, and that's the same with the video game. I could have been. (laughs) Well, it's the same thing with, uh, you know, the World of Warcraft people, I suppose. Let's not talk about them. I've come up with my own with my own game actually, and it's all based around like the times that we're in at the minute because we're all stuck behind closed doors, aren't we? So mm. I've got a game right where you you basically ball up a pair of socks. So you just get like an old pair of socks out your drawer, right? You go to like your bathroom window, you open your bathroom windows as wide as you can, and like you shout to your neighbour like, yeah. as loud as you can. You've got to get your neighbour's attention. That's like the first rule of the game. So you're like, Derek, Derek, put your cigarette down, Derek. Come to your bathroom window. Mm. And you sh- you chuck the game is you got to chuck the pair of socks to your neighbour, and then your neighbour's got to go over the other side of his house and try and get it as far down the fucking street as you can. So you got to see how far you can get that initial pair of socks all the way through the windows, and we could do all of that without having to spend fifty quid on cheap pies and shit chocolate bars and stuff at half time. We don't have to spend a fortune on shirts. Mm. We don't have to travel, and we don't have to cuddle each other. Can I can I ask I a like question? It. Go yeah. for it. Did you grow up in a fucking Hobbit advert? What's going on? I <laughs> Yeah, it's because my downstairs neighbour is severely autistic. I think it would just make him angry. <laughs> make him angry. He doesn't like change. I like him though. We could be passing Corona via socks at this rate, so I wouldn't... That's a good point as well. I don't know if it's really safe. We could introduce a new rule where you've got to do it in like a pair of like gardening gloves or something. If not Corona, foot fungus. Oh, it's gonna. It's not going to be healthy. You'd have to scrub your hands after. But mm. imagine that. Imagine finding out that 
your pair of socks from your bedroom has made made its way to flipping like Skegness. Man, some of my pair of I mean? socks could get up and walk there themselves. <laughs> but what do you reckon, guys? Has anyone else got their own games that they've made up that they reckon they could get the world involved with while stuck indoors behind isolation? While mm. stuck in, well, Kev, you do drones and stuff. Can you not incorporate some sort of drone football or? Uh, well, I don't know if you've ever seen it on the news about like the police uh, sort of following hikers and stuff like that. That's just me, um, just doing all that <laughs> kind of stuff. But um, do you work? Do you work for the Derbyshire Police? I'm just watching the moors and stuff like that, just making sure there's no killings. That's going not on. creepy. Uh, <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> that was very Jack the Ripperish, that comment you've just made. I'm just I'm just watching the moors, lads. Well, so I'm spending my time watching the moors. Well you got a lot of free time, what are you gonna do? Bloody uh, hell. But you want people finding the bodies, do you? No. Exactly. <laughs> well that's why I active track it. Um so I mean I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to agree with Dan in terms of I think the future is is esports right? And I think even now, like oh. for anyone who um, who subscribes to many kind of sports channels, right? If you look now, they're actually televising esports events rather than the the football that we would be having. Yeah, but that's partly because there's nothing else on. Exactly. But rational. then we're not arguing whether or not people <laughs> will do something. But the aim is to discover whether or not it's worth them doing it. Well, Thank I've, you, I've got a question. <laughs> I can I can follow this. Yeah. What is and. You can use artistic license in this, so lads that actually do like sport, and I know that we kind of tend to be more football than any other sport, really, and there are other sports that are available. Mm. What is your greatest sporting memory? And Ollie, you can take it from movies, you can take it from video games, you can take it from wherever in your life you've seen something that made you kind of well up and be proud of being a human being. I, maybe, maybe it was I the closest you happened. ever. You've never even watched Rocky. I've watched Rocky, yeah. And you didn't get, like, emotionally pent Human up? Human beings and... are a disease on the earth, Dan. Um... <laughs> I've, I've got one. I've got my all-time favourite spot. <laughs> you did. Uh... <laughs> yeah, probably. No, uh, no, it's a, good, it's a good question. You guys should all answer. <laughs> Go on. I... We'll give it on Mine time. is... Um, I want to I set the... Uh... I want to paint the picture. So it was about one of my childhood, French childhood heroes. <laughs> Not that I've got very many French childhood heroes, but well, the name, so a young like man, <laughs> a young man called David Ginola, uh, Newcastle player. And it was a, do you know, it was a balmy. Uh, I'm going to say summer's night. I can't actually remember when in the year it actually was. I'm just making it up. Um, but I remember massive, massive, tense moment, European Cup. Absolutely flying down the wing he was. Someone passed the ball over to him. Me and my young self crouched in front of the TV. Go on, Ginola, smash it in, son. And he volleyed the fucking ball straight back over the other side of the pitch when he missed it. It was fucking brilliant. Absolutely rolling around laughing. Do you remember which bit I mean, Dan? <laughs> no, I've not got a clue. He crossed no, it across he... the pitch and he fucking volleyed it straight back again in the same direction. Because I remember him doing some pretty good stuff, to be fair. He was a pretty decent player, but if your one memory of your childhood hero is him being rubbish, then I don't know what that says for your team. <laughs> well, I am a Newcastle United fan, so... It's the beautiful yeah, it's, few, it's few and far between. How about you, Kev? 
Uh, for me, I mean, there's been so many kind of sporting moments that, you know, to be proud of brought tears to the eyes in terms of like, you know, England in the World Cup and all the kind of ups and downs we've had there, you know, us hosting the Olympics. But I think the biggest thing, the biggest sporting uh, achievement or event that I, you know, still brings a little tear to my eye now is when um, <laughs> Pele, right? Pele is this, you know, idol of football, this iconic guy, teenage sensation, took the world by storm. But I think the the greatest achievement I watched was when he joined forces with with Sylvester Stallone um, in Escape to Victory to uh, escape a prison war camp. I think that was probably the best sporting achievement I've ever seen. That's a good one. <laughs> you know, it's better than any game I've ever seen. So I think that is you know that rivals any of his World Cup wins. Or if that the fact that he he took it upon himself to join forces with Sylvester Stallone. I can't even say the name um, to actually escape you know the Germans like we all do. <laughs> Can't remember the last time I escaped a German. <laughs> oh, it'll come. It'll come. Um, Have you got one, Ollie? Because I've yeah. got one. I'll go on then, you go. Because my genuinely lifelong Man United fan, and you can tell that from my southern accent, but I have been to the ground fairly regularly and I've followed it even from out in Australia. Um, and it actually had its only added perk of I could watch every single game live. I just had to be up until three in the morning doing it. But my biggest memory still is 1999. All United fans bang on about it. But there was the European Cup final to become the first ever treble winners. The game was lost. We were one nil down. 90 minutes had finished. And in the three minutes of extra time at the end of the game, we scored twice. And it was the biggest euphoric reaction I could ever have felt. It's like something from every single movie script, TV show you could have ever, you know, you've lived this entire season and it's culminated in this one point and it looked so much like it was going to go the other way to the point where they'd actually put the team's ribbons on, they put the Bayern Munich colours on the trophy and almost had it inscribed because it was pretty much a done deal. And it, it completely flipped around. And, you know, it's one of the greatest memories I will ever have. And yet I was thousands of miles away watching it on a TV set in 1999. And I, I don't think I can, you know, I'm looking around now. There's obviously other life moments that I treasure and hold up as dearly, more dearly than that. I, you know, my, my, my wife's within earshot, so I should say, obviously, I'm married and my wedding day was fantastic. But Solskjaer has won it. <laughs> are, you, are you crying a little bit? What if your wife had, um, it looked like she was going to jilt you until the last three minutes. You were just about to leave and she'd run in. That's, that's how I live my life. I know. <laughs> no, that's nice that you could experience that from home. Like, it is amazing. I wish I could, like, because that sounds the way you describe it. Like, the feeling of you feel like you and all your family are going to die in a war. And then suddenly you don't die in a war and you survive. That's like an amazing feeling. I mean, yeah, if that, that's how you saw that. That is then, very extreme, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it can be, and this is, I get that it can be romanticised and not every single moment, because we are now plastered with wall-to-wall 24-hour sport, apart from at this particular time in life. But I, I get that not every single game that you watch will be like that, you know. Burnley versus West Ham probably isn't going to be as romantic an episode as that. But there's always a possibility of, it could be. Something, something could happen that could, and that's part of the thing I think that keeps keeps you going with it. True, Ollie, like, yeah. when, Ollie, when was the last time you were that ecstatic? 
I was when that excited. When did you last feel, Ollie? <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't want to tread on the toes of future episodes we might do about things that I'm interested in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, all the time, I, I, you know, I, I enjoy life. I'm, I'm into, you know, comedy and stuff, aren't I? So like through things like that and like just other forms of entertainment I'm into. But um, I suppose the one, what, what it made me think of then. You're asking me if the thing that a, a sports related thing that made you proud to be human is I think in spite of most of the time the stories about like football players and stuff being they've molested someone in a group sometimes (laughs) something really nice comes out and there's a player I can't remember his name is it it might be is it Balotelli he does a load of crazy stuff Balotelli Mario Balotelli is it Balotelli right and he was caught by some police on the street and he was just walking around handing out big wads of money to like homeless people and stuff and when and just people sitting around and like it had been rumoured that you know he was losing his mind a bit or whatever but when the police went up to him to ask him what are you doing why are you doing that he went because I've got loads of money and he was I think that's Great. There's another person who did that in history, though. Pablo Escobar also handed out wads of money, and we know how that story ended. That was different, yeah. different, different things. <laughs> he also built a There's another story about him, though, that he was just driving through the streets of Manchester and saw these kids just knocking about, and he just went over and asked them why they weren't in school and they were playing truant. So he, he took them back to school, went into the classroom, and obviously that would be a big deal for all these local kids, Yeah, and just hung out there for a while and just said, like, stay in school, kids. It's like... <laughs> Good guy. Anyway, I, I hopefully I hope nothing else comes out about him. Makes me regret he's, saying he's a good guy. But he seems like a good guy. It's alright, we'll just delete the podcast. Yeah. No one's gonna listen to it anyway, it's fine. Yeah, we're all good. Anyway. <laughs> and on that note <laughs> Should we hit the stop button? Let's I hit the so. Okay, so some again guys, some really um compelling arguments there. Um and I think since it didn't go down well last time and, and Ollie gave a, a terrible rant against my decision of being fair or unfair, I can only put this to a vote. So I want to go to my colleagues and actually put a vote to us. Uh, it's pointless what anyway, is... Kev. I had more chance <laughs> of winning the one that said you, sh- you shouldn't have had kids. I mean, not well, you, I'm... but people. Uh, well, I don't want to presume <laughs> yeah. any kind of this outcome. Is... Yeah, Kev, you personally should not have kids, <laughs> little ginger Welsh kids. <laughs> Okay, now we're going back to the abuse part of the uh, the show. Um, can we, um, I want to put it out to about. I think I can work out how this is going to go, but why do we bother, right? Is it worth doing sport? What do we reckon, guys? I'll go first. Of course you of will. Of course, of course. I, I think it's worth bothering with sport. Absolutely. Okay. I am, I, I am going to do... Uh, a bit of a 180 because during this episode yeah during this episode I've sat there and I've thought what are the things that make me love sports right the sports shirts because they're really nice to go outdoors in in summer Mm. the half time snacks Mm. some of the banter and the abuse and stuff like that Mm. do you know I can get that just by talking to you three do you know what I mean we can have snacks yes (laughs) we can have snacks we can wear shitty cheap material clothes do you know what I mean so the actual sport bit I'm going to decide not to bother with sport. Yes. <gasps> so I'm saying we could be doing anything. We could just watch people doing the garden. There's no... So you're just going to carry on watching Newcastle, is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> I don't get it's it. It's a bit like watching gardening, actually, watching them. 
I mean, they do. They are on a lot of turf. Um, yeah, well, I'm obviously going to stick to my guns, Kev. I'm not going to get... I've tried for ages bothering with it and it hasn't come off, so I'm going to not ever try ever again to understand why other people like sports or <laughs> go to it or humour them by watching it with them. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> wow, OK, that was not the outcome. So, I, obviously, I don't get a vote, do I? I yeah, can't you get a vote. Yeah, I do. You get a oh, vote. Man. You get a if vote. vote yeah. you count. Well, I, I obviously... You're over the age of 18, aren't you? Quite clearly. <laughs> Okay, so I, mean, I ain't got much hair, but, you know. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm probably... No, I mean, you, you can't not have sport. You cannot have sport in your life, right? And so we've just ended in a draw? Well, that's the, that's the problem. I mean, I'm not going to throw the vote. Um, Does that mean we go to a penalty shootout? <laughs> Kev, there's going to be... Still Kev, to there are going to be riots in Birmingham over this result. You know that, don't you? Exactly. So, I mean, like, we can't have not have sport because, you know, it breeds on riots. It needs, needs sport to create riots, so... And we did decide during this episode as well, actually, that Ollie's favourite sport, without him realising or not, was football hooliganism. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. And let's face it, if we got rid of sport, you wouldn't be able to do any of that. You wouldn't be able to wear the crappy football shirts and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So I I'm going like to have to... Yeah, Ollie, Ollie wouldn't be half the angry man that he is now without sport that's, around, you know that, what I mean? That is very true. Would that be bad? <laughs> <laughs> not for the rest of us. <laughs> so who wins Kev who's that is that a draw it is a draw it is a draw what? so the answer is we don't know <laughs> what why a pointless why, why do we bother with the question time, why do we bother that should be the vote <laughs> yeah again no, why no. do we bother making this podcast that's where it comes <laughs> okay. to isn't it at the end of every episode why well, are we fucking we won, doing yeah. it yeah after episode one, we, we won the argument through sheer abuse and, and hatred, mm. um, as, as many wars have won. This one, we didn't come up with an outcome. So two episodes in, those three listeners that we've got, they're, they're not going to have a clue whether to trust us or not, are they really? And there we have it. Conclusive proof. There we go. We are not the people you should ask about. That's this. it. It's pointless. There we go, Kev. Thank you. But no all problem. three of those people are going to be craving white chocolate whispers right now. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, it's going to be a thing. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Why Do I Bother? Episode 2, A Question of Sports. For you've been, like, you've been listening to this for like gone 45 minutes now. Is everything? I hope everything's alright. That's a bit, of a bit of a sign that I think. If you have email us on why do I bother podcast at gmail.com or tweet us at why do I bother too well, and you couldn't even get why do I bother official or fuck's sake alright I mean it's not gonna we've, li- we've not got one twitter follower so I mean this is I don't even know why I'm still talking Sports Loop!